Blog Talk Radio. episode of Coast to Coast. Is this audio working right? I was going to play around with it from last week because we had some weird things going on. One, two, three. Let me see if this works. Coast to Coast Live. I am Andy Kimball. We have Amanda Love in the United Kingdom. Welcome to our program today on Monday, the 28th of September. Your voice matters. Call us at 515-605-9888. Let me know if my voice sounds normal. Too fast or too slow, because i got to fix this thing, obviously. Anyway, this is our show for the uh, um, for the debate week. Our first presidential debate is Tuesday the 29th at 9 p.m. Eastern Time in the United States. Looking forward to that. We'll talk about it during this show. I think I've got to fix this thing. And there's so much more to talk about, which we'll get to. We have the debate. We have the New York Times article regarding Trump's taxes. We have coronavirus updates. We have the election coming up, news, Democrats, Republicans, the environment, Black Lives Matter, there's so much more. We're not going to get to everything today, because I want to have some fun doing this too. And uh, we're going to talk about some happy news as well. So, and your voice and opinion does matter here on the Coast to Coast Show. Again, 515-605-9888. I want to fix this microphone. In the meantime, we're going to hear from my Google host in the UK, Amanda Love. Amanda, welcome aboard. How are we doing over there? complain no I'm safe and um COVID free thankfully. How was your weekend? Uh the weekend was amazing, you know, time with family amazing. I can't complain, you know. Oh man, how about yours? Um Andy, how was your weekend? Life in California. Can't complain. Um, Living yeah, in California, yeah. <laughs> you know, yeah. Your voice just now. Last time I, uh, I got, you know, so yeah, it's this darn microphone studio thing. I don't know. So you know, um, I was kind of getting used to. I was listening, you know, to myself talk there and thinking to myself, you know, it'd be kind of cool to go to a party and just like put a lampshade over your head and walk around <laughs> the party and talk like that. <laughs> no, actually, put a Darth Vader hat on. <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Won't I'm going to try that sometime. Maybe I'll try that on Halloween. You know, you just put a lampshade over your head, you know, and you walk around the yeah. party with a lampshade over your head, you know, and talk yeah. like that. But, yeah, That'd be you awesome. Know. Uh, no, yeah. I wouldn't surprise me if somebody came up to me and said, you light up the room. Oh, I like the way you say that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. right. <laughs> <That's great. laughs> uh, so, uh, yeah, what do you guys want to hear? So, go on, go on, go, go, go. We're doing well over here. A lot of news to talk about, but let's start with you, uh, as we've been doing over there in the UK. What's going on? Briefest. What's the news? What are you guys hearing? What are you hearing about us? And uh, so forth. Okay, well, I'm perusing the internet, you know, because as I'm sure our audience is aware, I've been on vacation, so I've been going over to try and see what's going on here. Um, they've brought in title lines for uh, pubs, because you remember I told you there's a curfew for 10 o'clock at night, yes. right? Yep, pubs yep, and yep. to close. Well, now because people are still abusing all the rules, they're bringing in um, a new law that says that no two households are allowed to mix in pubs either. So there's a literally harsh fine. I think it's 18 year olds, 200 pound fine on the spot. If they're not careful. It can go right up, I think, to six thousand plus. Pounds. What? Yeah. Yeah, wow. uh, that's kind of crazy. Harsh, yeah, yeah. they're bringing the harshness because people are just not listening. It's the younger ones uh, uh, supposedly spreading it. I'm not going to blame the youth because hey, getting enough abuse already, right? So <laughs> I'm not going to uh, make the matters worse. But yeah, according to you know, st- 
statistics and science, everybody's saying they're the carriers, right? So they're bringing in those, those harsher, harsher rules. So we shall see what occurs with that. So, so there's been some interesting things. And the government are trying to help people who are struggling with employment. And so they're introducing something where adults without ADLs are offered free college courses to help with future employment or create an employment for themselves. Oh. Very Maybe. interesting. Yeah. And yeah. apparently um, it will be available from April, so I'm assuming that's next year, right? Because April's already gone. So um, there will be courses that add value to maybe jobs that they've already got, maybe in mathematics and other skills that could help advance them and, sort of give them a better chance at having some sort of employment in these crazy days. Wow. So we should see how that goes and what occurs from that. And um, whether it's going to be effective or not, I don't know. But that's a little bit of positivity for, for people right now. I mean, a lot of people will be putting that down, sure. Um, I think it's a positive step for as much as they can do because obviously the government is trying to fund so many things, pour money into so many areas to help us that um, I think this is a great way to go in that sense. What do you guys think about that? Well, it's about time. <laughs> yeah, right? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah I agree. I, mean, I agree. It's about time. What is happening in regards to COVID in the U.S.? Is there any more movement? Is Trump making any progress with any of that? Uh, no, no. There's there's an upward trend. You know, we are. Fauci has come out and even said over the weekend that uh, the there's 30 states right now um, on an upward trend in terms of uh, cases reported and also deaths. 30 states. Yeah. Right. Um, we're now starting to see more of an infiltration of the virus into a younger population uh, due to colleges and and most colleges and, and all, all due credit did an extraordinary job of making sure the campuses were safe prior to students returning or, or entering school in this okay. last September or August is the case maybe in some schools um, and, and they've done you know uh, uh, most anyway have done done a real good job now what's happening with the students is they're sneaking out they're going out they're congregating when they shouldn't be uh some of mm. the schools i know outside of new york the students are leaving campus and going down to new york city and coming back um i know we're seeing yeah. cases in some of the larger universities in the midwest uh some schools have uh, done a, somewhat of a shutdown depending on what school where um i don't think any school has closed and sent kids home yet that has not happened but mm-hmm. um definitely starting to see more of a um, a rise in the number of young people uh, becoming uh, uh, infected with the coronavirus hmm. and um, and that was anticipated okay. it was predicted and anticipated I don't think there's anything happening that anybody didn't really expect um, yeah. there's been a lot of talk as we all know and as we've talked about on this show I find myself saying that a lot we've talked about that we, we you know we've talked about a lot of things on this show but anyway we yeah, have right. yet we have we have, we have yeah. yet to talk about your favorite dessert topping, but we're going to get to that. But anyway, but but the thing is that that you know there's a big push by some, which is probably starts at the top, uh, to mm. open up. You know, open up restaurants, open up. You know, every student should be back in the classroom. Every you know, open up everything, open up the economy, um, mm. and even some that will further say that this. Uh, virus has, um, you know, 90, 99 or 98.7% um, of the population that gets infected with this virus uh, gets yeah. over it. But what they're not also saying, I'm not sure of the exact number, but I know it's in that ballpark, but what what they're not saying is that some of the prolonged and maybe lifelong effects of having been infected with this virus is devastating to many. And these Right. Uh, side effects that that uh, manifest themselves um, in the physiology of those who have been infected uh, are, are pretty are pretty devastating. In many, they come to shortness of breath, uh, memory, aches and pains. I mean, it's all sorts of things that we're starting to see and hear from people right. who have been infected. 
And does that not matter? And not only that, but if we say, oh, you know, you go back to school, you know, you're going to be okay. If you get it, you're going to be okay. We're at 200, almost just short of 206,000 deaths. 206,000 people died. Wow. That, oh, but don't worry about it. It's okay. Don't worry about 99% of the people are going to be okay. Don't, yeah, yeah, but that's just what, put a Band-Aid on it. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Yeah, you know? Yeah, right. Yeah. yeah. So, Amanda, what is wow. your favorite dessert topping? Okay. What, what is your favorite dessert topping? Wow. Okay, we're facing that now, are we? Uh... <laughs> <laughs> you thought we forgot. <laughs> Hold on. Let's talk, talk about real news. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> yeah, let's talk about real news. Real news. Okay. I got to say, it depends on the dessert, right? Because I like lots of dessert. My favorite dessert is ice cream. Mmm, vanilla. So I like vanilla? No um, pecan or vanilla and pecan, you know? Well, you guys have way more um, types of ice cream there than we do here in the UK. We're a bit sad with that, really. (laughs) Um, I got to say, that mint chocolate. Mmm. Uh, oh, or caramel, yeah, right. So yeah. and yummy all at the same time. But yeah, uh, yeah I mean, it's lots. I mean, I lo- I love Rosalind like toffee sauce or caramel sauce over the top of ice creams, and mm, like I said, it depends what what it is. I'm, I'm kind <laughs> of a Ben and Jerry fan. Oh my god! Yeah, Ben and Jerry's fish food, Jerry, uh, fish food, ice cream, Ben oh, and Jerry's yes. fish food. Oh, oh yeah, yeah. Yes. I have that. Yes. I have that in my freezer right now. It is incredible. Oh my god! You know what it's I do? You know what I do? It'd it be so cold and real. I put it in the microwave for like fifty seconds so it can melt. Cause my favorite is Chunky Monkey. I love Chunky Monkey. Oh my god! Come on, someone else Yummy. fix it. Everybody I speak to, no one ever says Chunky Monkey. What's that about? It's a great ice cream, right? Yeah, it's a great ice cream. You know, another real good one is is the vanilla caramel swirl. Oh, Mm. yes, yes, yes. How about the Garcia? Yes. And I just tried for the first time the the Tonight Show, I think it's something. I forget what it's called, something like that. But Tonight... I should. I have it in my freezer. I should go open it up and see what it says. I think it's called Tonight Show. This what you do, This what you do. When you take it out your refrigerator, right? Basically, this what you do. You put it in a microwave for 50 seconds so it can get real soft. Oh my what? god. Yes, I've been doing that a lot recently. Like you know, that's a, ooh, that's a good way. You know what else I do? I take some ice cream. And I put it in this uh, magic bullet type blender, Nutra, whatever it is there we have. I don't even know what it's called, but one of these big blenders. And I take some ice cream and I take some chocolate sauce, some little bit of almond milk, and I put it all together and I put the blender on eh, uh, for like a 40 <laughs> seconds or so. Uh, I mean, you may do it again. Eh, yeah, just so it's, it's, it's time to cancel the show. I'm going to get me some ice cream. <laughs> <laughs> but then you have Please, to I'll let you know, I'm going to be eating one after this show. I legit. I, I'm going to make one I've got, I've got, and I also have a Beskin Robbins uh, pralines ice cream in there too in the freezer now. Um, mm. That's really also a good one. But I, I think I'm going to take some of these the Ben and Jerry's flavors and the Beskin Robbins, Ooh. put them together, put them in the blender, put a little bit of chocolate sauce, a little bit of milk, put and, that and blender. Don't forget, the, don't forget to put the little pretzels <laughs> on the side so when you eat it, you can put pretzels and eat the pretzel at the same time. I'm liking it. Cool. Now, I guess. I I guess we should talk about some things what people tune into the show to hear us talk about. Yeah, uh, I'm sorry. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but we're, we're, we're not finished talking desserts, but we'll get right back yeah, to that. Yeah, we're talking about what people want to talk about. <laughs> desserts. <laughs> we don't care. No, we're tired no. of all this politics, all this news. Yeah, we're tired no, of it. No. I think desserts makes them much more. Hey, what's yeah, your favorite dessert? Give us oh some, my let's God. talk about desserts. 515-605-9888. Yeah. Yeah. What's your favorite dessert or your, your, favorite, what, your favorite pie? What's your favorite pie? Oh, my gosh. Chocolate Favorite pie. Favorite pie. Oh my gosh. Rum raisin ice cream. The pie. pie. Now you're talking ice cream again, Cornell. <laughs> I'm sorry. I, I just said um, beige and blue. I'm sorry. I say, what's your favorite pie? Cornell comes back with, you know, rum raisin ice cream ain't so bad. You know what I'm saying? You know what I mean? Yeah, my, so, my bad. I just had a vision. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe make a new pie with that ingredient, you know? My favorite pie is um, yeah. pecan. Pecan pie. Yeah, I love it. I love it. It's so I love sweet. It. Yeah. Mm, yummy. I'd have to say chocolate, guys. I'm a huge chocolate fan. 
I I like like the warm apple pie with the crust that has the crisscrosses across the top. You know what I mean? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? Ooh. With a little bit of vanilla ice cream on top. Oh my gosh! You know what you can do with that, Andy? Put some cinnamon on top of that. Oh. Oh. Oh yeah. Uh, oh, he's the idea site right. That's what the producer is. That's amazing. <laughs> I'm liking it. I'm liking it. Nice one. Nice one. Okay. Oh my god. So, folks, anyway, in the news, you've probably heard about it. If you haven't, you're going to hear about it now. In the news, it's decided that Ben & Jerry's fish food is the best ice cream. No, sorry. No, uh, in the news. Um, <laughs> in the news. Monkey. Chunk monkey. Oh, man, you know. Um, and we've probably all heard that the president's taxes um, have been subpoenaed um, and granted to the uh, New York uh, U.S. Uh, Attorney's Office. And the New York Times did a summary of those taxes in an article over the weekend. And it's, uh, it's, you know, here's two things. A, it was suspected for a long, long time that this guy has not been forthright in his reporting of his income and what taxes he paid. And it hasn't. So it's a lot of people, even though, well, you don't know that. You don't know that. And he's always claimed, I'm not showing my taxes because I'm under audit. There is nothing in any U.S. law, legislation, anywhere that says you can't disclose your taxes, whether you're under audit or not. And Trump, four years ago, was saying, I'm going to show my taxes as soon as my audit is done. He said that. It's recorded. You can look it up. We'll play on the show if you need us to. But he did say those words many times. So anyway, he never did, obviously, because he did, in fact, have a lot to hide, which was suspected. And the reason why I say that is because – uh, there have been some Republican commentators, right? I'm not going to say Republican commentators. I've got nothing, no problem with Republicans or Republican commentators whatsoever. Um, but there have been some that have said, uh, is that what presidents from this point forward have to look forward to, that any U.S. attorney and any of the hundreds of offices across the country can subpoena and sue the president of the United States for anything they feel like? Is that what this is indicative of? Well, have they ever? All right. Have this happened before? Okay. Have, has, mm-hmm. have, has, it been, has it been a pattern that U.S. attorneys and all the offices or any office across the country subpoenas the tax records or any other records of presidents and makes a news uh, of it, uh, of wrongdoing by the president of the United States? Uh, I wouldn't say this, this sets a precedent by any means. However, if you suspected, many suspected, many with inside knowledge as well, who come out and talked about this, has said this guy is – not forthright with his taxes. So the long-concealed records show Trump's chronic losses and years of tax avoidance. Um, and it's, you know, the article is pretty extensive, and the, and the things that are talked about uh, are pretty revealing. Um, the uh, let me say this: that a person who makes eighteen thousand dollars a year who has no dependents pays seven hundred fifty dollars in taxes. Trump avoid taxes for the years, many years, and paid $750. Uh, the president's taxes, long concealed records, show Trump's chronic losses and years of tax avoidance. Ultimately, Mr. Trump has been more successful playing a business mogul than being one in real life. Uh, what I'm saying is that his, his boasting about how, what a great businessman he is has not been consistent with his tax returns. Uh, the New York Times stated that The Apprentice, along with the licensing and endorsement deals that uh, flowed from his expanding celebrity, brought Mr. Trump a total of $427.4 million. He invested much of that, and that's, you know, $427 million is what he gained from The Apprentice Show, right? Okay. So right. he invested much of that. He invested much of that in a collection of businesses, mostly golf courses, that in the years since – has steadily devoured most of his cash, or almost really all of his cash. Um, he, so almost all of his business properties, except the, except the Trump Towers in New York, uh, which have been very profitable, have been yeah. tremendous. Have been uh, have been losses. He's you know, yeah. driven them around. They've been not not. So uh, it's just been you know what's going on around about that whole tax story has just been. Again, no surprise to me. I'm not surprised at all, and many aren't. Uh, okay. And what, yeah. what Trump is saying is that it's all fake news. So far, everything that's come out bad about this guy, or should I say – I'm not going to say bad. I'm going to say negative. That put him okay. – I'll even go, go one step further. 
that put him in a negative light, right? Uh, mm. Trump comes out and says every single one of those items, one by one, is all a hoax. They're all out to get them. They're all fake news. Every single one. Nothing is real. Anything negative about me is fake. None of it's real. Right. Including yeah. recorded conversations which we've played on this show between him and Bob Woodward, revealing that he knew about the severity of the coronavirus February 9th. Yeah. And how it was dangerous to all age groups, how it was dangerous, it was airborne. And then he come out, you know, just a few weeks later and tell the public it's under control. We only have 15 cases. It's going to magically disappear. Mm-hmm. So then the Trump supporters, the people who, who – his disciples, whatever he says, they repeat. It's all hoax. Nobody – no press corps has ever been as, as, as just totally coming out and pestering or coming out and, and being so negative about this president – Ever and he, and they come out and say, look at all his accomplishments and look what the press has done. But with the press and books and articles and 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 interviews from former yeah. cabinet members, former business associates, former colleagues, have does that does that matter to anybody? Right. Yeah. Okay. Also hanging over Trump is a decade-long audit battle with the Internal Revenue Service over the legitimacy of a $72.9 million tax refund that he claimed and received after declaring huge losses. He paid $750 in tax. I don't know about you guys, but I pay a whole lot more than that. A whole lot more than that. <laughs> yeah, uh, the, UK, um, the UK news was reporting this whole um, – tax issue, and they, they said that it was uh, $750, which for the UK listeners, that's £580. Um, wow. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I find that really hard to believe. Really hard to believe. And you know what's so crazy? What? Trump won't commit to a peaceful transfer of power if he loses. <laughs> yeah. 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 We're well, going to hear now. Uh, I, I want to play... Uh, Happened to get a um, capture a clip with um, a couple of things here. Actually, um, we're going to hear from Jonathan Lamar. He's the, uh, the one of the folks behind the New York Times article. We're going to hear firsthand from Jonathan. Well, I mean, first of all, uh, you know, the work of my colleagues here is just pretty remarkable, and the Times has invested an enormous amount of money and time itself to go after this, and now going somewhere that we certainly didn't see in the Mueller investigation. We didn't see any in, in any of these congressional investigations. So really unearthing things here that have been this great mystery for the president. Um, as you guys were laying out, and the Times says this in, in pretty stark terms, the president at a very basic level, not the business person he says he is, doesn't have the money he says he has, doesn't have the cash on hand that he says he has, has far, far more losses, spends a lot of time using those losses to help him in his own taxes. So at a, at a sort of a basic level, sort of the premise of the president um, coming under assault from these things. The second thing is, is, the, is just the amount of money that he's taken from foreign governments and that that money, whether it came from the Philippines or from Turkey, is greater than the amount of money that he's taken, say, from his salary as president. So taking more money from foreign countries than he's taking from his own country as president. And there's a reason why in whether it's the counterintelligence world or whether it is just the sort of business ethics world or traditional way that people um, in the government are supposed to function, that you don't want people in government taking so much money from foreign countries. And sort of the the influence that that, that can have on someone that gets to the third and probably most important part of the story. And that's the vulnerable position the president finds himself in financially. He has this, you know, 70, 80 million dollars or so dispute with the IRS about whether he's going to have to pay back this money that he took as a refund from them, a refund that some would say is questionable. And he still has this dispute with the IRS. Remember, he's the president. He can control who's in charge of the IRS. It's not entirely clear to me how that would be resolved, but he could be on the hook for that. And at the same time that he's on the hook for that, he, he looks like he's on the hook for $400 million in loans 
that it's not really clear how he would pay those mm. back either. So all this entire picture, the president is moving himself as a businessman in towards a very vulnerable place where the where his own IRS could come calling for a lot of money that he may not have. Are we clear? Very well, clear. Okay. <laughs> yeah, I, I want to hear uh, our number here is 515-605-988. We'd love to hear from a uh, and we don't bite, you know, from somebody who's supporting Trump, somebody in his camp. We know you're out there listening. Uh, give us a call or text us here uh, on our website at Block Talk Radio, Coast to Coast Show, um, and let us know your thoughts and opinions regarding what has been revealed. And I, I just wonder what can possibly be the defense. It's a hoax. It's not real. These are all lies. This is this Thank is you. this is absolute <laughs> bona fide factual information. About the president of the United States, but it he 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 it's okay for him, but nobody else. Is it okay with mm. you that this guy who claims to be a multi multi billionaire is really is not that he's incredible debt and he's only paid seven hundred and fifty dollars in taxes? How much have you paid? How much have you paid? Call us five one five six zero five nine eight eight eight. You don't really have to reveal, but we want to know if it's more or less than seven hundred and fifty dollars. Yeah, guys, I mean, we, we, we're, we're really keen to hear about what you yeah. feel about Andy, all this because I, don't, it, I really don't uh, know, Andy and Amanda, I really don't know whoever paid $750. <laughs> I yeah. really don't but Trump. That's the only yeah, thing. I, 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 know, right? I, I, I know people who pay $750, but it's for like a TV. <laughs> yes, 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 yes. <laughs> you know what I'm talking about? You know what I mean? You don't know. You know what I mean? Yeah. Oh, it's been tough, man. It's been tough. I've been thinking... I've been thinking, you know, I, my, my life ain't doing, you know, I, I, you know, money up and down has been crazy. Coronavirus got everything, you know, I'll tell you something. I don't know if I told you guys last night. I, I don't know if I told you or not. I was robbed the other night. I had robbers in my house. Crazy? Yeah, it was ro- I, unbelievable. No respect at all. Not, you know, they, 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 came, they came in to rob my house. I was notified of a robbery and they didn't take anything. As a matter of fact, they left me some catch, you know, not, not, no respect, yeah. not even for the robbers. <laughs> they didn't take a thing and they left me some cash. Just caught on to what he just said. <laughs> no respect. You know what I mean? Pal, I'm sorry for you, Randy. Tell you, it ain't easy being me. It ain't easy being me. Hey, you know, thanks to um, thanks to um, Jimmy Kimmel who made this uh, recording up. I just have to play it on the show. This is from the internet, which anybody can also uh, look up. I just think it's so funny that we that I took it and I'm putting it on the show. This is. I want you to hear the president of the United States making a um, uh, a an announcement versus Obama's announcement of his um, finally after the Bush failures finding uh, Obama, uh, and we know the history there. But let's we're going to hear Obama and Trump on a matchup talking about the same subject matter. Take a listen. The United States has conducted an operation that killed Osama bin Laden. Abu. Bakar al-Baghdadi is dead. The United States launched a targeted operation against that compound. They did a lot of shooting and they did a lot of blasting, even not going through the front door. You know, you think you go through the door. If you're a normal person, you say, knock, knock, may I come in? After a firefight, they killed Osama bin Laden and took custody of his body. He died like a dog. But his death does not mark the end of our effort. A beautiful dog. A talented dog. We give thanks for the men who carried out this operation. And I don't get any credit for this, but that's okay. I never do. But here we are. May God bless you. And may God bless the United States of America. And I'm writing a book. I wrote 12 books. All did very well. That... Andy, I must say, and hopefully you agree with me, he should be a comedian. I swear. <laughs> I know, right? I think he did well at stand-up comedy. He misses calling. <laughs> he did. Lots more to talk about, folks. Again, the number is 515-605-9888. We'll be right back after these messages. We know the value of trust. We were built on it. Back when the country went west for gold, we were the ones who carried it back east. By steam, by horse, by iron horse. Over the years, we built on that trust. We always found the way. Until we lost it. 
But that isn't where the story ends. It's where it starts again. With a complete recommitment to you. Fixing what went wrong, making things right, and ending product sales goals for branch bankers. So we can focus on your satisfaction. We're holding ourselves accountable to find and fix issues proactively. Because earning back your trust is our greatest priority. It's a new day at Wells Fargo. But it's a lot like our first day. Wells Fargo. Established 1852. Re-established 2018. How to improve your dining room by the Home Depot. New wood floors. New paint on the walls. Sure, you know us for that. But how about a new dining room table? Matching chairs? Bar stools? How about free and flexible delivery with easy online returns? Now you can explore decor in a whole new way. Save now on furniture. Everything for your home. Everything from HomeDepot.com. How doers get more done. U.S. only valid through September 7th. Limitations apply. For the health and safety of our guests and team members, we're here for you. That means frequently deep cleaning our stores and wiping down carts and baskets after each use. Reserving dedicated shopping hours for our most vulnerable guests. Providing masks and gloves to our team members. And offering contactless shopping options through the Target app like drive-up and same-day delivery. We are here for you now more than ever, and your health and safety is our highest priority. Learn more at Target.com slash a bullseye view. New Dunkin' Refreshers. Vibrant fruit flavors like strawberry dragon fruit and peach passion fruit. B vitamins and energy from green tea. All under 200 calories. Order ahead via the Dunkin' app for contactless way to order, pay, and pick up in the drive-thru. America runs on Dunkin'. Price and participation may vary. Limited time offer. And we're back with you live. This is the Coast to Coast Show. We have Amanda Love in the UK. We have Cornell Butler, who's producing the show on the East Coast of the United States. And I'm here in Los Angeles. My name is Andy Kimball. It's a pleasure to be uh, sitting in here and uh, talking about whatever we feel like talking about, I guess, but at the moment on the Coast to Coast live show. <laughs> Let's talk more about ice cream. <laughs> I swear, guys. Giving me some serious cravings. I, 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 I really yeah, want yeah. some. Let me do you tell you something. Cream? You have. I do actually. I do have oh, ice cream here. What what you flavor do you have there? Well, it's one of those like you guys call them popsicle over there. You know, it's like ice cream on a stick. So it's uh, I think it's Cadbury's Boost or something like that. Cadbury, I love it. Love yeah, pain. yeah. Love. I haven't tried one yet, what, what but I'm going to give it a go. What was the name of those popsicles that had a banana and it had chocolate covered over there? I forgot the name. Oh, my oh that sounds nice. A cover, a chocolate covered banana ice um, popsicle. You remember oh, those? really? Wow. Mm. That, that sounds good. We will get back to ice cream in a couple of minutes, but first, I just because we were just talking about the. The New York Times article, and I think it's only fair to talk about what the Trump organization's response has been to that article. Um, yes. I'll quote uh, yes. Alan Gardner, who's from a spokesperson of the Trump organization, who says, The New York Times story is riddled with gross inaccuracies. Over the past decade, the president has paid tens of millions of dollars in personal taxes to the federal government. Now, I want you, before I read on, I want you to note what I just read. The president has paid tens of millions of dollars in personal personal taxes to the federal government. In all of our decades, in my whole life, you never heard of a, any tax income that the government receives from anybody as personal taxes. It's been your Social Security taxes, your unemployment tax, your withholding tax, your, but never personal taxes. And why? Well, why did he use the word personal taxes? That term really doesn't even exist when it comes to paying your taxes, my personal taxes. Okay, continuing on. This is from, again, Alan Garden. While we tried to explain this to the Times, they refused to listen and rejected our repeated requests that they show us any documentation to substantiate these claims. Of course, I can't help but question the timing of the article. Thankfully, most people see this for what it is, another smear campaign in the run-up to the election. Well, here's the actual deal, folks. They, the New York Attorney's Office, the U.S. Attorney's Office in New York, has been battling to get these um, tax returns for a matter concerning the state of New York and Donald Trump between the two parties. Okay. They've been after this for a while. They've gone court to court to court. 
The Trump Organization has been trying to block them every step of the way. They were finally successful after all of these documents. And you can imagine how thick and heavy these documents were and how many pages, how much deciphering, how much analysis, how much they had to go through, come through every single bit of these taxes before they were able to come out with a summation that they could stand behind and say this is true and accurate fact. And, mm. and that's the timing right now. And you can look, you can look at the time. You can look at the entire uh, timeline of when this all started. And it came out now. But if you looked at the timeline, it would make sense that it did come out right now, because of how long it took to get. And then once they got it, how they had to go. It, you know, says, oh, let's get it and talk about it. No, 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 no. That's not how it works. And we all know that. We're all brighter than that. They get all these tax returns and they go through them with a fine tooth comb. So when they make a summary, so when they do an article, if they do an article, they know that what they're talking about is facts. Like what we try to do our best on this show is just talk about what we know to be fact, not saying, hey, we are, we're anti-Trump. We're just talking about the facts that are out there regarding this particular man who's at the White House at the current time. That's what we're talking about, and, um, and that's fact. You know, I, I wish, I wish there were, you know, when it comes to the president of the United States of America – I wish there were other things that we could talk about right now, and and we have we've talked about the economy, we've talked about the unemployment, we've talked about the the, uh, the high numbers of of Latino um, and, and uh, black, brown, tan employment records during his presidency, and have, and have said uh, you got to give credit where credit is due. But when we talk yeah. about the character and who this man is, who's in the White House right now, and the lies which we can document every single one, and there's well over ten thousand of them. I think somebody. Uh, I think it's 16,000. Don't quote me on that, but I think it's up near there. And all of these can be substantiated. 16,000. Yeah. And, and they can be. If mm. one wanted to, and I, and I did this, you know, that's what that's, I had to and, and to do this show. I didn't, I didn't go ahead and check, fact check 16,000 lies. But I went okay. and I dove deep enough into them and found mm-hmm. the sources where one could do that if they wanted to online by by nonpartisan fact checkers who will also come back and and fact check Obama, the same organizations fact checked Obama during his presidency, and you can see all the lies that he told as well, and all the lies that Biden have told. Of course, there's that um, I shouldn't say of course there are not nearly as many. There's some inaccuracies that Biden has said. There's some there are dates that have been wrong. There's some not quite, not you know things things have been true but not accurate so to speak. But flat out lies. There's sixteen thousand of them. From Donald Trump out of his mouth. Again, I, I would encourage anybody who wanted to take the time. You, I don't expect you to dive in and say, I'm going to go fact check 16,000 statements that he's made for inaccuracies, but just, just look to see 20 of them, 50, 100, and you'll see. And, and, and when you see the actual fact behind what he says, you can't debate, you can't argue with it because we're talking data, numbers, accurate government information that he misquotes or, or misconstrues, uh, uh, just like he did the coronavirus when he said it's, it's safe and it's under control. When we have 15 cases, it's going to magically go away. You'll be able to go back to the church by Easter. Um, come April, when the warm weather comes, it's going to disappear. We're going to be all right. Knowing February 9th, when he, his voice said with Bob Woodward, he recognized the dangers of this. But then, but was was lying to the American people, and and if, and if you think what he did was not a lie, you call the show and tell us five one five six zero five nine eight eight eight. All right. Anyway, back to desserts. We have a chair on top. Let me ask you a question. Amanda. Yes, Alan. Yeah. What is your favorite dish? Oh, I thought you were going to ask something else. God, God darn it. Man, I was, I was on the edge of my seat. Damn. Next I mean, I mean, what on earth were you expecting, darling? Oh, can we talk after the show, Amanda? <laughs> I see, I see. All right, okay. So, uh, yeah, back to the fish. Um, <laughs> I, I, you know, I've got this thing with fish, okay? I, I prefer cod. Call me bland, call me basic if you like, but um, a lot of fish tend to be quite strong for me, and I've never been able to deal very well with that. Uh, like, especially the thought of them raw fish as well. I don't like the texture, so I'm a, I'm a bit weird like that. I'm a bit funny. Texture's just gonna be a thing for me sometimes. You know? 
How about you, Andy? What's your favorite? I like salmon. I'm a salmon person. I, I'm a salmon king. Yeah, I, I, I make I barbecue salmon, and I, dip, I have different ways of sa- sautéing it and putting different spices. Um, mm. I use oh, I just ever made salmon with uh, Old Bay seasoning. Mm. Uh, oh, really? That sounds yeah. good. Oh, you oh, know yeah. I reckon I can cook with a lot of fish. It had some seasoning like that, some different flavors to think I could coat. But as yeah. as yeah. they are. Mm. But if you put a little, um, like a little squeeze of lemon on it, on top of it, mm-hmm. while you do the um. Oh yeah. The um salt. Oh my gosh. Oh my God, we went yeah. from coast to coast live to coast to coast cooking show. I <laughs> <laughs> so Saturdays live from our coast to coast kitchens. Let us whip you something up. After this, we could go. My gosh, I want to go a little bit deeper into this, then we'll move on. Um, even while declaring losses, Trump has managed to enjoy a lavish lifestyle by taking tax deductions on what most people would consider personal expenses, including residences, aircraft, and you ready for this? $70,000 in hairstyling for his television show. And he, really? he, he deducted that from his tax bill. I spent $70,000 in, in hairstyling, and that is therefore an expense. I'm deducting that from my owed taxes. And, and he's... I'm serious. Now, continuing on, Ivanka Trump, while working as an employee of the Trump Organization, appears to have received consulting fees to reportedly receive $747,622 from a consulting company she co-owned that exactly matched the consulting fees claimed as tax deductions by the Trump Organization for projects in Vancouver, Hawaii. That also helped reduce the family's tax bill because they deducted that, right? And and they complained about Hunter Biden in, in Ukraine and nepotism. Mm. Seven hundred and forty seven thousand six hundred twenty two dollars. I just want to say that figure again. As president, Trump has received more money from the foreign sources and US interest groups than previously known. The records do not reveal any previously unreported connections to Russia, however. That's important to note as well in these records. It is important to remember that the uh, returns, his tax returns, are not an unvarnished look at Trump's business activity. They are instead his own portrayal of his companies compiled for the IRS, but they do offer the most detailed picture yet available that we have ever seen. Trump has paid no federal income taxes for much of the past two decades. Here's, let's look at this for a second. Annually, this is what I put together. Just, just out of curiosity's sake. Annually, school teachers, on the average... Paid an average of seven thousand two hundred thirty-nine dollars in tax. Firefighters average five thousand two hundred eighty-three dollars in tax. Nurses, salary nurses, paid an average of ten thousand two hundred sixteen dollars in tax. Again, Donald Trump paid a salary equivalent to somebody making paid taxes equivalent to somebody making a salary of eighteen thousand dollars who has no dependents, with his taxes being. $750. So, food, food for thought. So, there's a presidential debate, folks, tomorrow night, 9 o'clock Eastern Time on CNN. Uh, going to be hosted by, um, what's his name? Who's hosting the debate again? Chris, um, how come I'm drawing a blank? Anyway, the Fox. Look at a, I forget. I'm drawing a blank. I'm getting too old for this, folks. Anyway, uh, Chris Wallace. Yes, um, yes. Yeah. The the presidential debate uh, tomorrow night. Uh, some things we might want to note and look for. Uh, there will be no handshake for the first time in the long-standing history of the presidential debates. You know, they usually come out, they shake hands. Well, of course, coronavirus. Also, they won't be wearing masks, which is okay. Which is okay. Um, there will be no opening statements from the candidates. That's kind of unusual. Um, there will be six topics that will be covered in six 15-minute sections during the 90-minute commercial-free showdown. Again, CNN, 9 p.m. Eastern Time, United States, Tuesday night, the 29th. The issues are going to be uh, the fierce Supreme Court nomination battle, which we all know about. We, again, talked about it on the show at length last week. The worst pandemic to strike the globe in a century, a national economy flattened by the coronavirus, the racial justice protests and violence that have flared in cities across the nation, and the integrity of the election. 
The latter is a crucial issue, we all know, considering the president for months has rallied against expanded voting by the mail. You know, we all know about that. Um, the fraud is it's not real. I'm going to challenge it. Um, repeatedly charging it would be to a, a rigged election. So, and we've heard that. Even we had a caller who called in and said the only way, if, if Biden won this thing, the only way that can happen is if they cheated. There's no possible way the Democrats can win this election. And that's what Trump is saying, and that's what they believe. The sixth topic for the debate will be the records of the right. current president and the former vice president, both comparing and contrasting the Trump record versus the Biden record during his 47 years uh, as, a, as a senator for the state of Delaware. There will be no opening statements from the candidates uh, and the monitor, um, moderator, excuse me, Chris Wallace. Um, he will pose the first president, the first question rather to President Donald Trump. Each candidate has two minutes to respond to the question. Candidates will then have an opportunity to respond to each other. And that's pretty much how the debate is going to roll out um, on Tuesday, the, uh, the 29th. And I look forward to that. We're not going to have a show. I might as well say this now. I know Amanda's on vacation this week, so Cornell and I got together. And we say, wait a minute. She's on vacation. How about us? So we're yeah. going <laughs> so, to so – this, this show just isn't the same without Amanda. So we decided just to do a Monday, Wednesday, Friday this week. Um, today we have a lot to talk about, obviously, preparing for the debate tomorrow night. I'm going to be watching and taking notes and recording that debate. We'll probably play excerpts of it. I know we will on our Wednesday show, and then we won't do a show on Thursday, uh, and, um, and then we'll be back again Friday, and then we'll resume our normal schedule on Monday. Uh, the coronavirus, folks, total cases. United States. You ready for this number? Are we ready? Drum roll, please. I'm ready. Thank you. All right. 7.15 million total cases. How many people died? Almost 206,000. Worldwide, 33.2 million cases. Of that 33.2 million, 23 million recovered from it with some long-lasting uh, side effects and after effects. How many people died worldwide? Do we know that number? How many people died worldwide? That's our question of the day from the coronavirus. Tell me, are, are we ready for that number? Yeah. Uh, I'm not sure. I'm not sure. Give it a go, Andy. Okay. 999,000. Unbelievable. 999,000 people who were living before the coronavirus struck are now dead as a result of the coronavirus. 999,000. 206 of which were in the United States. But so, he said, and, it was, you know, uh, said it was big news, right? Yeah, he, you know, it's safe to go back. You know, things being blown out. The, you know, the chance of getting this or, you know, here's, here's the, you know, this is just my take. You know, I don't want to see any – people have died from the cold. You know that people actually died from the common cold or have been with underlying uh, issues? Um, people have died from, from a variety mm. of different illnesses, diseases, and viruses. Um, but we can't say – you know, if we could have prevented that, wouldn't we have? Yes. But if you could do something to prevent somebody from dying, then don't you want to take that preventative measure? Yeah. So you have a whole population of, cool. of the world, and especially the United States – that says, no, I'm not wearing a mask. No, I don't believe in any of that stuff. I don't think this. I think this thing is blown out of proportion. These numbers aren't real, and it's a free country, and the hell with everybody. I don't care what you think. It's my right. I'm not going to do it. Well, I wonder. I wonder if yeah, you absolutely that have had a family member or friend or loved one or know somebody who has a family member, friend or loved one who has died from this disease. I've had three people close to me have died from this virus, and I challenge anybody. Who says I'm not wearing a mask to go talk with their families and tell them why? 515-605-9888. Call the show. Let, let us know. We don't fight, folks. You know, hey. Yeah, we challenge you. Uh, you know, All we'll in. talk about desserts. That's what, that's, we won't talk about apple pie and desserts. You know, we really are. So. <laughs> I think we talk about apple pie and <laughs> We really do. And if you call the show, I promise you that's what we will be talking about. Yeah. You know, this, yeah. Believe me, this news gets as, as, you know, we keep 
you know, they say beating a dead horse, you know, I mean, you know, but we have, you know, we talk yeah, about it, and we, we, we totally encourage conversation, and we also have come to realize, you've heard us say this too over the past week or so, that we're getting a lot of, <coughs> excuse me, we're getting a lot of followers around the world, and that's pretty cool, our newest yeah. country to come on board in Spain, I think, last week, right? And, yeah. and wow, Cornell, welcome to Spain. Yeah, isn't that, isn't that nice? And uh, Cornell that's reports amazing. back to us with these numbers of followers and downloads that we're getting, and we know you're out there, and we know you listen to the show, and you, we've had a lot of emails come in that, that, that like what we're doing. We appreciate it. And we've also come to realize that most people who listen to the show do so after the fact. In other words, you're not listening to us while we're live. You're listening to this as a podcast down the road or whenever, and, and we realize that. But I still am going to give out the numbers. Thank yeah, you. really. For those of you who are listening, we we really do appreciate you doing so, and and please, um, you know, let us know your your, you know, what, what's our Instagram? What's our Instagram, uh, Cornell? Um, the Andy and Amanda Show. At the Andy and Amanda Show Instagram. And Andy, wait, so it's Andy, Andy and Amanda Show. If you go uh, to Instagram, uh, Andy and Amanda Show. Yeah, come check us out, guys. You post all sorts of uh, interesting things. Some mug shots, you know, some We even got um, Andy in a cowboy hat up on the Instagram Depending on the results of the election, you will see me in a, a mankini. Tick-tock, 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 tick-tock. Oh, yes. <laughs> yes, Sorry, as we wait, uh, as we actually hey, wait. Hey, yes, Cornell, go ahead. I'm all yours. <laughs> <laughs> this is funny, man. If you can, I know this don't have nothing to do with news. Can you please put the queen on for me, <laughs> if you have it? The queen. Oh, the queen. I I, oh, I don't. Man. I don't. I I told you I would get that for you, and I and I don't. I might oh be. My. Um, that was that was the debate. That Cornell, was oh, that was a face. funny oh, one. Oh. That that was a sound clip that we produced from the debate. I'm, what time is it? Set. We have about eight minutes left of the show. I might be able to get that for you and yep. put it on. I might be able to do it. I don't know. I can try it. I don't know. Um, just anyway, yes, yes. If not, I'll, we'll do it on um, the next show. Yes. Oh my goodness! Oh my goodness! So, uh, Amanda, where are you on vacation? I'm in the bottom of the UK, a place called Cornwall. I do believe bottom that's of the, somewhere. Bottom of the, of yeah. the bottom. <laughs> so, <laughs> what? The what? I thought you said the bottom, the bottom of, of what? I'm like, huh? <laughs> Wait it's the bottom of I, the I, UK. Did you think I said bottom of cake? <laughs> yes, I did. I'm at the bottom of the cake. I'm like, the what? <laughs> yes. Yeah. I the bottom of the cake would be better. Or I'm thinking, yeah. the bo- oh, yeah. I'm thinking, the, I'm thinking somewhere else here. where I am currently and I am headed back home on Friday so yeah you be good to be back to normal next week we're, we're going to miss you here yes we Aww. are we cut the show down to three days this week yeah, we did. I, know somebody, I know somebody else is going to miss you a lot more too I actually like women much more than I like men
And we're stuck here on the show without any women for a week. (laughs) Too bad. Oh, you guys. That's so sweet. Thank you. I'm going to miss you guys too. Um, You know, it's it's a much needed vacation after a crazy year for me. Uh, Yeah. uh, yeah. I'm loving the show. I love being here. I love hearing people's opinions on the show and getting that interaction with everybody. So, yeah, it's their show as well as ours, right? They may have yeah. names on it, but it's their yes, show. Yes, definitely. It, it is there. It is, is the show of, of yes, for our listeners, 515-605-9888, usually Monday through Friday, 5 p.m. Pacific Time, USA, whatever time zone you are in. You can call in the show, or you can just – we've had people call in, as we all know, who just want a real good, clear connection. They call that number. We screen the calls when they come in. But we put everybody on, you know. We just want to know what you're talking about. Of course, we don't we don't screen and deny your access to the show by any means. But we um, we screen the calls, and some people will call in and um, say, "Hey, I, I just want to. I'm enjoying the show. I just want to listen in and see what you guys, you know, get a clear connection on the phone." So if you want to do that, please do five one five six zero five nine eight eight eight. We do have open lines, and you're free to call in and and just just listen to the show on your on your cell phone, and uh, that's okay to do. You can also if you go to blog talk we do have a open text chat uh, during our show, um, which um, you know I'll read right now. Uh, Andy, I don't blame the robbers for leaving you some money. I would probably do the same <laughs> if I broke into your house. Uh, Andy, here's another. <laughs> here's another, Andy. Uh, I love your take on apple pie. However, I would not eat one made by you. I'm sure it would be burnt. Here's another oh one. No, you know, just no respect. You know what I mean? Um, anyway, you're free to go to Block Talk Radio and um, and text us. If you don't want to come on the show and talk, you can let us know your thoughts via the open chat on our show uh, at through Block Talk Radio. Yeah. But uh, it's going to be an exciting week. What do you guys? What I know the debates tomorrow night, and it's uh, it's going to be probably one of the most anticipated mm-hmm. debates of our time. First of all, my take, and then I yeah. want you guys to let me know your thoughts because I know we're winding down here. My take is uh, that Biden is going to surprise the the soothsayers on the Trump side that say he's sleepy Joe when he can't put a sentence together, because I know that to be false. Also, I want to say real quick, the the Trump camp has been running ads that show that that insinuate that Biden can't put two words together in a sentence and they depict an interview he did with a Mundo television network, the Hispanic network, because he's talking to the interviewer and the, he, it's like a town hall meeting and the person, the Hispanic person who, who, who asked the questions is to a TV screen to his left. So he's looking to the left and the Trump campaign saying, Oh, he's looking at a teleprompter. And in one question, the lady who asked him the question, the, the screen went blank. It, it went off in the middle of his answer. And then Biden says, oh, really? oh, I, lost, I lost that lady. And they insinuate in the ad that – was he crazy when he lost that lady? Like he's giving an answer and suddenly says, I lost the lady. But what wow. he meant was that the screen went blank. He lost the, the person asking the question. They've done this many times. They cut and they paste and they cut and they paste like we do on the show with our funny mm. stuff. But anyway um, – but you know we do it for, we do it for fun. You know? Anyway, I just want to yeah. bring that up. Um, the debate uh, in our past in our last minute and a half. Amanda, what do you think? What do you think is going to happen as well of tomorrow? Oh goodness, I really don't know, Dan. I mean, anything goes. It's quite right. I think it's going to be vicious. I think it's going to be vicious. Yeah, and um, and you. Um, I, I really I guess, think. I think uh-huh. Trump. I think Trump gonna try to embarrass him. I yeah, think I, I, yes, that's his nature, right? It's in his nature. Yeah. I, I think he's gonna talk instead of talking about politics. He's gonna talk, um, try to put him down as a human being. That's what I see. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, it's gonna be followed in the UK as well, right? It's, you're gonna watch it over there. I'm sure. I'm I'm sure it will be, yes. I mean, usually these things are accessible somehow, uh, definitely. And I think maybe a lot of people in the UK would be interested in watching that. So, guys, if you're right there, you want to tune in, try and find a way to do that. Yes. All right. It's like we're preparing for a fight. (laughs) Yeah, are we? We will all be tuning in. Amanda, I wish you a great vacation. Sit out there and relax. Stay away from the news all week. Just hang out and enjoy your family. 
I look forward to speaking to you upon your return. Folks, we'll be back with a live show uh, post-debate on Wednesday, normal time. This is the Coast to Coast live show on behalf of Amanda Love, Cornell Butler. My name is Andy Kimball. This is the Coast to Coast show. Thanks for tuning in, folks. We'll see you on Wednesday night. Enjoy the debate tomorrow. Take care, everybody. Bye. Bye. Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW group void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus.